listening to Flight of Fantasy, fantasy football podcast coming to you from Seattle, Washington, a production of the Shit Show Fantasy Football League. Beautiful downtown. All right, how's Here everybody? Here it is, finally. Yeah, <laughs> that's a long intro. I might need to speed that intro up by 25%. Yeah, uh, sort of like how you need to speed up everything it, you it, do. It feels, like, it feels like a Tool concert at this point. Just it's just drum. long and overdone, like your sex life with your wife. Ooh, wow, we're hitting right into it. Well, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. This is actually our first official episode. Week uh, seven, here we come, right? Week seven, we're right on time. We are right on time. We're arriving as quick as the Detroit Lions have this season. Hey, you know what? We're at least going to be 1-7. and seven. Detroit's are going to be 0-7, oh so... We're off to a better start than them. Yeah, yeah. Woof. Uh, well, as you may or may not know, I am your host, Connor Jones. Uh, we have, of course, the egregiously hilarious... Beautiful... Austin. Machado. Uh... We are, uh, as as aforementioned in the still-yet-to-be-completed intro music, we are in Seattle, Washington, the home for both of us, uh, but do not call us Seahawks fans, I swear to fucking God. Fuck that shit. Yeah, no, we're not, we're not 12s. I mean, we act, we act 12, but we're not, we're not 12s. And we're at least 14. <laughs> yeah, we're 14. We've there seen you boobs. Go. There you go. Uh, of course, if you are familiar with... Our previous podcast, Helmet to Helmet, uh, where it was a, a bit of a, well, it, it was crap. It was just me speaking into a microphone for all, an hour. all the good episodes of Helmet to Helmet before it was, like, stolen from us, but um, were when, episodes that I called in from Australia. But now I'm living here in the same city as you, so we decided to, like, let's just bring the best part of the old podcasts, me, and just add them to the new one. Right, right. And in many ways, you can think of me as just the barge. I'm just kind of floating along. But the exciting shit is the cargo, and that's Austin. Yeah, so. exactly. I'm just, I'm here for the ride, but I am the ride. <laughs> uh, well, as we have... We're going to uh, need lawyers for this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christian, do you mind dropping some family money on this so that we don't have to actually spend our two pennies? Uh we are a ragtag fantasy football podcast, as as you probably are aware, all 10 of you that are already in our league. Um, 11. Ele- well, that's right. There is 11. There is 11. Do not well, forget the girls. You know what? This is our first episode of the year, so we should probably run through the full roster of everybody who plays in the shit show fantasy football league with us. Oh, 100% needed. Uh you know what? I don't have a special order, so I'm going to go in the order that their drops appear on our oh, let's go drop for machine. It. I, okay. was, I was saying we should probably go in order of like rankings, because, I mean, Austin Machado, who runs uh, a Cooper Couple Dutch Towns, would be number one right now. Do you just refer to yourself in the third person? Yes, I did. Okay, okay this is podcasting. I'm famous now. I'm allowed to do it. All right. You know what? I'm with you. Let's go in reverse order of standings. Reverse order of standings. I wonder who's going to be first. So it is me, and you'll be able to recognize whenever we're talking about me and my shit. Uh, I believe what am I now? Uh, one in five. One in five team. By this drop, 
cheese what is up with connor and cheese recently connor just loves cheese recently yeah yeah one and five it's not great it's not great uh my team is uh well it the name doesn't matter I'm so irrelevant this season, so we're just going to skip right this, over me. This is probably the worst season you have had since this league was started. Yeah. yeah. And this is, like, I will give it to you. You're a two-time champion, um, and this is just hot garbage right now from you. Yeah, you know what this is? This is, I am, I am the Dallas Cowboys anytime after 1995. That's just who I am right now. I, I, mean, right, had... I mean, this season, you are the Jacksonville Jaguars. You are Urban Meyer. Oh, if only. No lap dances in my future, friend. That's the problem. I don't know. Can we call the wife in and double check on this one? You know what? She'll, she's going to come back in later. Okay. Although by reference only. Okay. I, uh, I guess we can, uh, we can move on. We've lingered on my crap team a little too long. <laughs> uh, uh, next worst would be Christian DeLavalette. Uh, he will be recognizable by this drop throughout the season. Uh, you'll also know we're talking about Christian because we will speak uh, French in as horrible of accents as uh, we can. Because uh, we are the French boys and he is our French master. Uh pas, Christian. Uh, Bonjour, no. Yeah, that one. That's 100% French, not Italian. I have been to uh, uh, Europe, so. Hey. Well, uh. He is currently sitting, Christian is, at two and four. Um, Which most of the league right now, actually just three people. Are our now, so. our whole league is just, well, it lives up to its name as, as always. We got, uh, next up is Paris. My cap is in Paris and they going gorillas, huh? I don't even know what that means. Also, Bongiorno, uh, Paris? Yes. You know, it's, have we had, have we had uh the france bowl this season yet i don't know have they played each other i don't think they have we need oh to set this my one god up. okay this well, will we're... be a live stream on twitch uh, follow us on twitch <laughs> discord none of those have been set up but maybe just follow us Anyways. you know what you can follow uh flight of fant no actually you can't i don't even know what, yeah. my, what my twitter handle yeah, is yeah we because... got nothing actually well, because... we are literally flying by the we're actually not even flying yet, so... Yeah, it's it's we're just grinding by the seat of our pants. Not in on one another, although that has happened. Uh, I'll I'll just... We're... Look, look, who's, who's next in the... the yeah, standings? we're going to move on. We got uh, Jace, thank God, uh, is fourth worst in the league. What What's, what's he ranking He's at? two and four right now. He know. is two and four. Mm. He, he got a lucky win here. Yeah, that's what it's going to need. Uh, little little insight into Jace's team. He currently is is rostering three Browns running backs, which has been very successful for him. You can't see us shaking our heads, but one day, <laughs> one day we'll get oh, uh, we'll get on YouTube. It has been. Yeah, uh, Jace, of course, is from the lovely state of Alabama, which is first in the nation in education, if I understand correctly. True. True. This is how you'll recognize him. Also first in incest. Ooh. See, that might make them a really popular spot when California bans porn filming. Just, it goes straight there. You don't even need to cast actors. You just walk into family homes. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> lawsuit pending. Lawsuit pending. Uh, we will move on. Currently in f sixth place, uh, fifth worst, 
are the this dog is a joint moms. team. This is our new team to it, the league. It's our new team replacing uh, our friend that we lost to the Great Red Nation of China. Um, this is a team comprised of two of the wives of the current members of the league, uh, mine, and the yet-to-be-mentioned John. He will not be mentioned for another several I like how places. you're like, mentioning John before his wife. I think his wife right now is more important. Always. That said, they'll be uh, identified with this drop throughout the year. This is my wife. <laughs> this is my other wife. It just seemed appropriate. Uh, again, Saturday Night Live, don't sue us. We literally have no, we have no protection. Like, we're so fucked. Yeah, we're come after us. Uh, One day, Pete Davis is going to be high on the internet and find us, and he's going to be like, "Hey, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit?" Uh, or or any of these drops because they're basically all stolen from the internet from various people. So uh, it's not going to be great. It's not stealing. We're artists. So you know it's, what? It's, it's reappropriating. We're sampling. Sampling. That's Jesus it. does it all the time. It's it's in the biz. Or, you know? me, you, you just need enough. to be in the biz to understand it. Right. Right. What are they? What are they going to know? Uh, speaking of not knowing what they know, considering we never hear from him ever, we have our friendly Jewish attorney from L.A., a good friend of John, which makes his drop all the more. He's going to be a good friend of ours once we've been sued. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, there's our lawyer. There we go. Hey, Boom. John, is, uh, there's your le- uh, your league fees. We're <laughs> going to be paying for our lawyer. Paying as our lawyer. Uh, so that would be, of course, your own, comma, personal Jesus. Your own personal Jesus. Uh, popping in at fourth place is the newly betrothed Michael Weatherhead. Congratulations. Congrats. Also, congrats on beating me. You didn't set a lineup, um, but I lost. So uh, that's actually, excuse me, I deliberately lost because it was your wedding and I didn't think it was right. It's called chivalry. Look it up. Yeah. I mean, come on. Basically, my team opened the door for your team. That's basically what it did. All right. Nobody Just can say like you opened your asshole for him. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. I basically did. Uh, we'll talk about our matchup uh, in a little bit here, further down the pod. But um, he is currently sitting at four and two, uh, so that puts him above. Yaron is three and three so far this year. Um, Next four and two team here. We got yes, you're good, buddy. Well, my brother-in-law, yeah. Daniel, family, Daniel, my brother. Just like Alabama, we need this family. Wow, that drop got fucked up. That was clipped in all the wrong places. So I'll have to be fixing that in a moment. But Daniel is my brother-in-law. He is older than me. And, uh, well, he's not really feeling the pain. So I am i don't know. That's going to have to get cut out. Uh, also at 4 and 2 is the handsome. The, the devilish good-looking. The no longer living in Australia wannabe Australian. That's, of course, Austin sitting across from me. Oh, uh, good day there, mate. Oh, no. Oh, it's, it's already started. started. It's, it's not even 10 minutes in. Oh, man. Four and two. You also have, I want to say, the most points scored. Yeah, you have the yeah, most I points scored in our this league. this season in points scored, but I had two really unlucky games here. Should yeah. be sitting at arguably 
six and zero. No, there's no arguing to it. I mean, if Tyreek didn't have a sixty point game the other week, I would be sitting at five and one. Sure, that's not undefeated. Uh, but you know who is five and one is, of course, John. Uh, John Mooses. He's a local guy as well. We'll probably have him on the podcast at some point. Yeah, we'll definitely um, have to get him on. The husband to Amy, who is one of the co-owners of the Dog Moms team, aforementioned. Uh, and John will rue the day he showed me this because it's going to be his drop for the year. Sucking on a chili dog. 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 Ah, uh, yes. John Cougar Mellencamp, as told by... Did, just does he like the, chili dogs? Or he just likes he the just, song? He just showed me it randomly. So... It, it's Jack and Diane, but it's where every lyric is replaced with yeah. sucking on chili dog. Do you think it's his ringtone too? I will literally sneak onto his phone and make it his ringtone. Alexa, set as alarm. <laughs> <laughs> every hour on the hour, please play. Uh, well, that, that I guess gets us through a little bit of housekeeping uh, to introduce all of us playing this year. Uh, of course... We're not just a fantasy football league podcast. We talk about actual fantasy football stuff. So I guess first and foremost, we don't have drops. So I'm going to be making drops. Next drop. Check-in counter. Uh, So the check-in counter this season is going to be the news and happenings that are not injury related. This is things like trades. This is things like league trades. This is things like... NFL news. Yeah, literally, you know, you know when we when we finally news. when when John Goodell finally gets an OnlyFans, that will be we'll be talking about it right here. Oh yeah. Of course I say finally. I mean when it comes public. He obviously is still doing that. Yeah, yeah. Like come on. That was uh, nobody really noticed, but there was a redacted part of the Gruden emails and it was I can't believe that fat hoe Goodell is still charging people $45 a month to see his chubby ass. So uh, that's that was the real reason that Gruden was out. It had nothing to do with all the other comments, which were egregiously horrible, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, I'm those not, comments were I horrible. Am, but the only reason excluding. he got fired was because he talked shit about the commissioner. Oh. And we all know rule number one is do not talk shit about the commissioner. Connor is our commissioner, and he is a fat pig. But he can't fire me because, you know... Yeah, it's ratings. That's a ratings problem. You know, it's it's why Tom Brady and Belichick don't get in trouble for all the things that they get caught doing. Whoa, so. whoa, whoa, whoa. We do not whoa, talk whoa, whoa. about our Lord Robert and Savior. Kraft. We do not talk about the Lord and Savior in vain. In oh. the name of the Father, the Son, the Tom Brady, and the Holy Giselle. So hang so hang on, so hang on. Did you just so the Father is Kraft, the Son has gotta be Brady, and then the Holy Spirit is Belichick, right? No, I, I would I think the Holy Spirit is Brady, like he is like the spirit that carries us through the day. The son is Belichick, and the father is still. But but I think the father's Belichick. I don't know. No, I I think it should be. I think Brady should be the son because the son dies. I mean, Spoiler alert! By the way, anybody who has not finished their Bible, um, holy shit! Big asterisk on well, the front man, of that. We really fucked up. Like I, I mean, this I book. you would you would think that the uh, statute of limitations on spoilers is at least two thousand and twenty years. So I. I think we should be okay. I don't but, know. I think Trump rewrote the Bible like two years ago. Oh, well, now you read it back to front. He held it upside down. Yeah. And yeah. you also wipe 
your ass with every page. But on to uh, non-politics stuff. Um, so what about Tua? Uh, yes, actual actual news and happenings. It uh, something surfaced early this week that uh, Tua was sort of implicated along with Deshaun. I got Watson. a dollar if you can say his full name properly. Yeah, we're. I'm just. It's Tua T. <laughs> he got it. Hey, I pronounced that part correctly. Tua T. Yeah. There it is. Uh, wow. Um, so yeah, Tua and Watson implicated in what you ask? Well, it's not more masseuse or masseurs. Uh, they're implicated in a potential three-way trade. So I guess that's, yeah, that's right in line with Watson's MO. Um, uh, the four hands massage. Uh, supposedly Miami might be trying to trade for I Watson. I don't see Flores like fully moving away from Tua yet. I mean, I understand Watson is a premier quarterback in the league. And, yeah, I mean, like, he's probably, what, top five to top eight quarterback? If if we're talking strictly his performance on the field, if we can just... Yeah, we're, a, we're, we're taking just away all this, bull, like, all the shit that he's done, like, his character, we're separate, taking that away. Separate, just for the sake of conversation, would you say that Deshaun Watson, with let's say he has six years of of truly dominant, truly dominant football left, because there's usually a peak. He's 25 right now. He's 25, but I'm saying let's call it six, seven years of truly dominant top 10. Yeah, plays like plays like Matt Ryan, like through the the middle part of his career. Right, Matt Ryan with Shanahan as his OC that one year. Yeah. If that's Deshaun Watson's, let's call it average, for another seven years. Don't you think Tua is going to reach? close enough to that and then be consistent or do you think Tua is really that inconsistent i i do think Tua is a little inconsistent i'm going to just pull it to that injury that hip injuries i he's a different quarterback since that happened and we see it all the time like guys can't come back from injuries i mean you in the high school couldn't come back from that shoulder injury i mean we're no pros here but like guys girls people can't come back after a bad injury sometimes and i think it is hindering him i i tend to agree i mean he only had he only had well he had all of last season but well yeah after he took over from um, from fitz from fitz the fitz magic himself oh my gosh i you know what this what this says to me is not that tua is bad it says that miami is still as mismanaged as ever because why would you be interested in going after a deshaun watson and bringing him to a place like Miami, which is known for its massage scene, just, that you know what that would be is finding out that Derek. Carr, I wish people could watch the hand motions you just did as you said massage scene. I'm just I'm just saying if you knew, let's say Las Vegas is about to drop. It's called Vice City for a reason. Yes. Wait, but, is that Miami? Or Vegas. Oh, they're both Vice Vegas City. Vegas is Sin City. Sin City, yeah. So, so it's Vice City. So my, my question then is, like, if you know somebody needs help, I don't think of the Miami Dolphins as a team that is really, like, proactive in taking care of their people. I'm sure they do. That's not meant to be smirch the team. But, man. Uh, Adam Shafter here with the inside scoop of the NFL. Oh, yeah. Hey, you should see me run the 40-yard 40, uh, sprint. We will get that up on Instagram. Oh, that'll happen at some point. Yeah. Uh, Next year's draft if, order. If we get if we get two thousand listens to our entirety of our podcast, two thousand total, and I think I'm in the hundreds right now. I'll do a forty yard dash, and we'll put it on. We'll put it on tape. Um, 
Yeah, to me, to me, this is a this is a Miami Dolphins don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I, I think it's rumors right now. I think it's a lot of guys just wanting to like kick up some dirt and see what happens. But I I, I see nothing actually happening. Okay. I mean, I, for some actual news that did happen is like Ertz finally being traded. This is news that has been whispered all off season. Uh, yeah, he wanted to break up. He even changed his hair. I mean, he did all the things. You, all the things I thought the hair did. was he wanted like he was like trying to win the girl back, man. He was looking badass. He came into like camp in shape. He was healthy. Uh, he wanted a new look. He was trying to prove like that he was the big boy in town after the new kid came in. Dallas got got her. But I mean, I think he was trying to win the girl over, and I think in the end she broke his heart. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's yet to be seen what even happens with Ertz uh as an arizona cardinal um but i i don't i don't necessarily see value right away everything that i can recall as a nfc west watcher you know being a 49er fan myself the cardinals are not known for centering on their tight ends like no i mean the issue is they have so many weapons and like we've already been looking at fantasy this year and it's like Kirk and Moore, Moore, Rondale Moore, Rondale yep. Moore, and AJ Green. It's like they have these massive games, but like they're inconsistent because even uh, D Hop has been inconsistent this season because there's too many hands to feed. I mean, at looking at an NFL perspective, this is great. I mean, you get an oh, extra yeah. weapon onto the field. It takes a defender off of D Hop. It takes a defender off AJ Green. Gives Kyrie, Kyler, Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> way more weapons yeah and it opens the field looking at a fantasy point this is horrible for him fantasy wise i think this is horrible not just for earth i think this is horrible for d hop this is horrible for aj green it's everything's being spread out i mean they're a six and O team right and they haven't done it on the backs of any superstar performances except for kyler being a high level fantasy quarterback and number even one that quarterback at the end of the year i bet you think it'll be number one? A number one by the end of the season. A number one or the number the one? The number one. The number one scoring quarterback for the season. Uh, come week 17. Yeah. He is going to be number one scoring above Josh Allen, above uh, Mahomes, above Lamar Jackson. He's going to be the number one scoring QB. We'll see. They're off to a hot start, and he's absolutely performed like everything you thought he would be. I, I just think it's so wild to me. This team, out of the four teams in the NFC West, you would have probably never pegged the Cardinals as the ones to be undefeated at this point in the season. But when you look at how they did it, it makes sense. Uh, The biggest news of the week, of the season, the biggest news... I alluded to it earlier. ...is that Jace has not one, not two, but three Browns players on his active fantasy roster. Yeah, and he has... quote successfully managed to play two of them three or four weeks now to put Uh, this in retrospect he is two and four yeah so he's so he has he's two and four and to be perfectly honest it it does it did almost work for at least a week or two there he did beat me i will admit it he beat me he has uh nick chubb he has kareem hunt and now he has uh, ernest johnson to ernest johnson but I just, you know what, Jace, if you're, if you're, I'm just going to say this. If you think you're going to lose, if you think you're going to have a horrible season, you have no chance. Can you please just glory play, put all three in your lineup, your active lineup for a week? I just, 
it would just be so beautiful. So beautiful to just the whole lineup. All Browns. Uh, can we, like, change Felt- Demetrik Felton, who is, like, the fourth running back on that roster for the actual Browns, and change him to a wide receiver and then add him as well? I do not have that power. But, uh, fun fact to everybody in our league listening, Jarvis Landry, coming off the IR, is on the waiver wire. I almost picked him up this week. He made it through actual waivers yesterday. And... I mean, this week it's not worth it because Baker's injury, but we'll get into that later in the well, podcast. I was going to say, uh, if Jace wants to do, I mean, literally, this would be, like, biggest balls move is to, when they're all healthy, obviously, play Baker, Chubb, Hunt, Landry. You could probably get OBJ for cheap off of Dog Moms, who currently have him. I don't know. Dog moms, what are you going to take for you could uh, You could OBJ? pick up one of their tight ends, right? I think it's Hooper now. Uh, and, and Juco. Oh, David and Scored Joku. Scored 26 points like I a mean, week ago. I mean, just the whole roster, defense and kicker. Jace, I swear to God, I'll give you a bonus of 50 points if you do that. You'll still lose, but I'll give you a bonus. <laughs> we'll throw you a bone. It's a bones day. It is a bones day. It is. Oh my gosh. The best best TikTok on the internet right now. Yeah, you're you're losing me. I think you spend more time on TikTok than I do, and I do I social media for a living. I am a 13 year old girl, and I am on TikTok every day. That's okay. Uh, speaking of me and what I've been doing. I was saying, speaking of 13 year old girls, uh, here's Connor's. Uh, my whole last team. Week. Oh my God. I don't even. We still, again, have yet to get into. Uh, our games. In fact, you know what? Let's just go ahead and skip talking about me so that we can talk about me. Oh, yeah. Let's move it on. So this week, first things first, we had, of course... Oh, I never played Michael's Drop. Oh! Oh, my gosh. What a sin. Well, so I played... This week, Mike Weatherhead. I played Michael Weatherhead. You've heard my drop. So, uh, Michael Weatherhead out there, Bayesian and Canadian. So that's a little... Uh, Steel Honeymoon drum. currently in Italia, so... Right. He's on the Amalfi Coast, isn't he? Posadino. Oh. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah, he didn't play a tight end. Or and, a flex. And his flex was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who was out. On the IR. Yeah. So I lost, despite having zero points. By ten, by, he lost by ten points. Yeah, I lost by ten points. My top scorer on the day was only Antonio Brown, so that kind of tells you just how bad I my mean, team was. Still a top score of almost 20 points right there. Yeah, but my quarterback scored me nine because I was playing Heineke. Yeah, I was like, who did you play? Yeah, Because Lance why. was on bye uh, and because Ryan Tannehill's crap right now. I don't even... We'll get into that in a yeah. little bit too. Uh, going through the rest of our teams, the Dog Moms. This is my wife. <laughs> this is my other wife. Uh, they play You're Daniel. I just love that song. Can we just keep playing oh, it for I the love, rest of the podcast? That's one of my favorite Elton John oh, songs. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? He had all of the glitz and glamour of Elton John this week. He won 112 against Dog Mom's 91. Uh, Off that, the back of Stafford. Yeah, it was basically, it was it was with Rams. He has Stafford and he had uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. He there. also, I'm pretty sure, has Woods on his bench. Yeah, I think Robert Woods is... Uh, I think I remember seeing him in the active roster. I'm not going to click into it right yeah. now. We have our computer up on the side here, but um, I'm not going to take 30 seconds to do that. Instead, I'll talk about it for 30 seconds. Uh, 
We uh, the next matchup was of course Mr. Chili Dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Playing against Deliverance Boy. Bama boy. Um, and as his five and one record might have suggested, John won. I mean, it was he is steamrolling through this league this well, season. Actually, it wasn't Off of the back. This, of, I mean, he's... He won by five, only five points. I thought that was larger. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sort of surprised, especially thinking Derrick Henry, who's been steamrolling the league, Yeah. had yeah. 34 points for fantasy. And that was the Monday night game, too. So John was actually down going into that final day. <laughs> yeah. That's and a- John not just had Derrick Henry. He had... Buffalo's defense as well. So he was down playing Derrick Henry and Buffalo's defense, and he came back with the win. Luckily, Buffalo's defense did not go negative this week with Derrick Henry running for 200 yards and three touchdowns. But John pulled out the win, and uh, Jace was able to watch his uh, Tennessee Titans get the win as well. Yeah, which I think we've talked about it once or twice before as, as fantasy players, but I would much rather have my team win than my fantasy team. Yes, unless I'm playing against the co-host of my podcast, then I want him to feel the pain. And I would take the Patriots losing a week to watch Connor Jones cry. Is that is that a little preview of things to come? It may be it may be a little preview at the end of the podcast. We'll figure it out. Well, uh, going through the rest of this last week, we had uh, Paris. I can't find your drop. uh, Who rolled over? Uh, God, I love that drop. Yeah, we have my drop sucks. I hate my drop. Yeah, we need to get you a better one. Yeah, could be worse. But uh, yeah, your your own. You you really messed up the your roster this week. I mean, honestly, Mahomes even got you twenty two points here. But man, that was a almost a thirty point, well, twenty point. That well, was a thirty point loss there. Yeah, that, that that's rough. I mean. Yeah, how did you even screw this up? Uh, Devontae Adams, he got you... Oh, well... You know okay, what? Dallas Goddard, there you go. He laid you a goose egg, but Ravens came back, got you 10 points. I mean, Goddard was out. He, You know what it was? It was solidarity with Michael. Oh, okay. That's what that's it had it. to be. You know, we're all in this league, actually, like to support our friends, and Mike's a good friend of us all. I, um, so, congratulations yeah. on... Uh, it's really sad to see him go. Yeah, I know. It is Dead. sad that he decided to sign away his life. It's yeah, it's tragic. He was he was so But mad. I do have to say that wedding party looked amazing. So That's fair. I mean that's what I want my wake to look like. Yeah, pretty much. Except maybe like the casket not under everyone's feet would be ideal. And then the game of the week this oh, week stop. was uh <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. I'm just kidding. It was my team. Cooper couple touchdowns beating Christian. Uh... Broken accordion. <laughs> wow. That was 133 to 87. And that was on the back of Cooper couple touchdowns. Cooper Cup had two touchdowns, almost 200 receiving yards. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's wide receiver one this season for a reason. I just cannot believe how bad a lot of people missed on that. Like Stafford going into a high-powered um, OC offense. You know what I mean? Cooper Cup dropped all the way in our league to round seven. Insane. Insane. Especially thinking Woods was drafted in the fifth. Yeah. Two full rounds, uh, 20 players ahead, 
And he has scored, I think, possibly 20 to 30 more fantasy points already this season than Woods. So it was a great win. Um, Christian's top scorer was Diggs, who's having a... Actually, he had a great game. He's been consistent. He's been quietly consistent. But not like he was... Like, he's not having a big season like he did last year. Exactly. Yeah. Regression this year for uh, Diggs, which... uh, His brother, though, had an amazing game. Uh, Yeah. Isn't he currently the... Trayvon... Isn't he leading the... Um, he leads the NFL in touchdowns, and he is a defensive back for the Cowboys. Insane. Yeah, seven touchdowns this season. Insane. For a defensive he was back. A, he was a breakout star of their Hard Knocks He episodes. was, yeah. Everyone loved he, he, him. I mean, his kid. His kid was very sweet. Yeah, his kid was the, the breakout star. But, I mean, <laughs> Trayvon Diggs was a star at Alabama. Like, his brother was already in the NFL, like... He, the, the kid has had it coming for him, and I'm glad he's having a season, even if that touchdown did come against my dear Patriots, which was a hard touchdown to watch because Mac Jones was playing a great game. I mean, the next play he came out and threw a 78-yard Yeah, yard next bomb. play he came out and burned. He, he wasn't scared to throw against Trayvon Diggs. Even after that pick six, he still threw at him and torched him for 75 yards and a touchdown the next play. Who was that, too? Was that... Myers? No, it was a year old player, oh, Kendrick, Kendrick Bourne, Bourne who has right. been a no show for the Patriots this season. KB, I love KB, man. Uh, well, this is where I would drop a drop uh, that we haven't <laughs> built yet. <laughs> this is the uh, the blacklist. Uh, this will be our injuries. These are players that very clearly you're you're either watching very closely, or you are um, yeeting the hell out of your active lineup. Uh, we're going to make this kind of quick. You're probably going to get more breaking news. Let's just roll down this list. At the end of it, I'm going to ask you who your two biggest losses from this list are. All right. All right. That's fair. Uh, right off the top, Trey Lance has a knee injury that he still hasn't recovered from over the bye week. He is not practicing, not anticipated to play Jimmy Garoppolo back in at quarterback. We got Julio, who, of course, has a hammy. That's like super recurring for him. Julio tends to get injured frequently, but it's never clear just how severe. But th- he's getting older. It's a lot of muscle injuries for him. So It really is. We got uh, Gronk still not practicing. Sony Michelle did not practice. Apparently. I, that, I did not see this one, actually. Was this today's His news? shoulder. Oh, His okay. shoulder. Um, I mean, to be fair, he's not really playing too much anyway. So. He's not relevant. He is like a bad, oh my god, I forgot to pick someone up in my flex play. Mm-hmm. Um, he's on my roster. Uh, we got Alan Robinson, who did not practice. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is questionable for Thursday Night Football, uh, likely not playing. Uh, Dawson Knox, who was a breakout tight end that everyone was clamoring for two I weeks mean, ago. did you see his, uh, his throw to Josh Allen on Monday Night Football? The Buffalo Special. You know, the funny thing is, he threw that pass with the broken hand. I, Russell Wilson had to be watching there, and he was just like, I could do it. I could do it. Probably. But... Fuck the Seahawks. Well, so he apparently got surgery over the last two days since the game. Yeah. And he's probably going to miss several weeks. They have a, a week eight bye, or is this week their bye? No, this week is their bye. This week is their bye. Don't Josh expect Allen him is going to be on everyone's bench this week. Yeah. Uh, pretty much all of the Browns are questionable for Thursday night football tomorrow night. Um, Everyone. Yeah. Both running backs, quarterback. Both, both wide receivers. Both wide receivers. Maybe Landry gets activated, but that would be such a short week. 
I think that I think Landry will sit. Maybe if he comes, he he's on like a count, like a pitcher count. Like yeah, maybe he'll yeah. do twenty well, runs. 20. He'll yeah, he'll probably get a, a couple of routes. He honestly he'll probably be on the field to draw coverage. Yeah, because they need someone out there. Yeah, they're gonna need. And then someone. we got Hawkinson on the Lions is uh, did not practice. Scary yeah. Terry of Washington. I didn't see this one. Uh, I actually have him on one of my teams. So he uh, came out of the game on Sunday uh, at one point and just. I think they were already down by so much. It was like, why risk him? That but was not a game I watched because uh, it was. Uh, I knew what the score ticket. was going to be at the end. <laughs> you got to get Sunday ticket, my man. Uh, by the way, Sunday ticket. If you're looking for another podcast to sponsor, we dropped the f bomb, but hey, we will promote the shit out of your stuff. Um, Antonio Gibson has that shin thing, and yeah, that one has been one that people have been watching here for a few weeks. And yeah, it's going to be interesting to see I, what happens. I saw it was like a, a a PT who was talking about this type of a shin injury can easily become season ending if there is not. If there's not rest. Yeah. Well, maybe later this season we'll actually be making a call to one of our friends who is an athletic trainer and trying to get some inside scoops on these injuries. That would be an excellent insight. Uh, we got Antonio Brown who missed practice. That to me sounds a bit more like I think that's rest. veteran rest. I think I that mean, or he's throwing a couch off a second floor balcony again. But you know what? Let's not worry about it until it happens. Tyreek Hill did not practice. That's a big one. Everyone should keep an eye on that. I mean, this is arguably the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah. Um, they had a tough game. And he was getting hit least. a lot in that game. So I think this is just going to be some bruising, um, some maybe like a light injury with muscles. Yeah, that might also be a veteran rest day. Uh, Kadarius Tony for the New York Giants looks like he might be out again another week. He did not practice. Another today. another team that is just injury riddled. Like Shaquan still uh, not playing. Saquon. Saquon. Shaquan. <laughs> he's my boy. He was my number one pick uh, for my team this year. And he's still on your. And he is still on my IR. Yeah. So he's still not practicing. He's not back just. Yet. All right, Connor. Out of this list that we just yeah. went off, who are the two players? everyone is going to be missing the most this week honestly i don't know i want to say antonio gibson just because of his high draft capital but people have been expecting this for a couple of weeks he's been seeing this kind of a he's problem. been on like a, a, a play count he's been taken out of the game already twice so i think more people are going to be dependent upon tyreek hill that's going to screw a lot more people because he's been somewhat healthy player like that caliber losing him for one game hurts you it does and i also think with how thin tight ends have been in terms of consistency this year it's going to be hawkinson hawkinson not being available for a matchup where they absolutely are going to have to throw the ball who are the lions playing this they're going to be playing the rams oh this is a revenge game for stafford and uh yes it is it's going to be an interesting one uh for that yes it is and you know what we instead of walking through all of the games of last week, which we're sure by now you've already seen and or experienced the heartbreak. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a, a look at the players that fell apart on you. You know what? We're going to save that one more week. We got a special drop and it's actually sponsored. We're going to save that for next week. But uh, Teaser! In yeah. Instead, we're going to go ahead and look at some of the upcoming games for this next week. It is Bipocalypse. It's all the the largest number of buys this week of teams that are relevant to fantasy football. Yeah, this is a week that a lot of guys are going to be on your bench uh, who are out, but there are also some great games this week. Right. So just make sure 
I don't know why you wouldn't, but do not play your Steelers, any of your Bills, Chargers, Jaguars, Vikings, or Cowboys. I don't know why I said Jaguars. Nobody's actually playing any of them. So, Is, uh, you know, I think there's a few guys. Um... LaVisca, maybe. What? LaVisca Chanel. Yeah, well, Chanel. Thank you. I was like blanking on the name there. Um, there's a few guys who are going to have him as a flex week to week. Um, so Yeah. He uh, Just don't play those people. If you do, it's got to be because you're on your honeymoon and you need to beat the team that is currently playing a full roster against you. Oh, self-dig. Um, all right. Starting with Thursday Night Football, Broncos versus Browns. Browns contender this year? Are, are we going to say it? Uh, I don't know, man. They are going to have none of their roster for this game. I actually think... I think the Broncos are going to win this game. Ooh. I'm putting it out there. Broncos started the season hot at 3-0, but last three weeks, all losses. I think last three weeks have been all divisional. They have. Mm-hmm. And all losses. And yeah. that hot start that they came out with, uh, you know, they lost the steam. Yeah, but I think... I was you're... trying to think of a Broncos joke. <laughs> and uh... They have a rock in their hoof. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, that was horrible. Next. No, yeah, let me let me put it this way. With how bad the uh, the Browns are with the injuries, with, with I mean, it's their secondary is banged up. It's I mean, yeah. their entire offense. If the Broncos give this game away, they deserve to be put down and shot. They'll be, they'll be glue next week. There we go. There we go. We there got was... there in the end. You know, we're slow, but we'll get there in the end. Uh, Sunday's slate of games will start off with uh, Panthers and Giants. That's going to be a game I absolutely will not be watching. It's going to be an interception-filled game. Both defenses are both great streaming options this week. You know what? Not an unfair choice. Yeah. I I don't dislike that. I'm playing the Panthers this Panthers week. I will I'm be looking. playing Panthers defense this week. Oh, great. Against me. Ooh, preview. Um, We got the Jets at New England here. Uh, of course, we New like... England coming off a tough loss, but this Jets team is pathetic. Yeah. The second overall pick, Luke, Luke Wilson? What's his name? Luke Wilson? <laughs> Luke Wilson's an actor. Zach Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Owen Wilson's brother. Thank you. <laughs> He's in Idiocracy. Yes. yes. Wh- what's the quarterback's name? Wilson? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Is he the brother as The well? one with the hot mom Wilson. Just remember that. Hot mom Wilson has <laughs> been trash this season. Second in the league with interceptions after Trevor Lawrence, who was the number one pick. Yeah, it's seeming like the number three pick might have been the best pick of the draft so far. You mean the one who's been injured hasn't thrown a touchdown? Mm, or possibly it's the fifth quarterback that was picked and... Uh, hasn't was... thrown a touchdown. He had three completions, and his first three completions... His first three attempts oh. were three completions for three touchdowns. I wonder, I wonder who's the uh, the 49ers fan here. 49ers? I'm talking about... No, I'm just kidding. Justin Fields, baby. Justin no, uh... Fields. Anyway, Mac Jones is bound to have a great game. Or Highest highest completion percentage of any rookie in the last 10 years. So far. So far. So far it is going to be week seven, so but... It's only week seven. Still. Uh, we got Chiefs at the Titans. Great that... game. This is going to be a great game. It's, this is two of the most dominant players in the league. We have Patrick Mahomes versus Derrick Henry. Well, and aren't the Titans, they're missing a few pieces on defense. So this is going to be a very yeah, offensive game. KC's defense has not been that strong this exactly. season. Uh, the defensive line has been injured. Uh, defensive backs have been injured. And honestly, it doesn't matter if you have a full, healthy line. Derrick Henry's going to walk over them. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a 
either a very early lead that you're going to see Mahomes try to chip back into, or it's going to be the other way around, where it's just... I think it's going to be a boat race. It's going to go back and forth. You uh, could say they Strata have it. Oh, God. Sponsored by... Don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So we drink when we record this, BT dubs. Uh, that said, drink never drink in excess and drink responsibly, kids. Uh, I mean, adults. No kids should be drinking. What am I saying? Woo! <laughs> Your own. Uh, what's the retainer? I'm going to need hard numbers here. Uh, speaking of hard numbers, I think the Washington football team is going to be doing a lot of calculus figuring out how to catch up to Aaron Rodgers this week. Devontae Adams has been hot this season like he was last season. He's always um, hot. He's, he's I, also I attractive. Mean, we, we're, we just mentioned that like Tyreek Hill may be the best wide receiver, but let's really say it. Devontae Adams, best wide receiver in the league, hands down. Yes. And Got hands it. up as well. Hands he, up. I, hands at every position, best wide receiver. I that literally think joke. he may have four hands. Four hands? Well, I know he's got three legs. Oh. On that note, we have the Falcons-Dolphins game coming up as well. Now, I, I just want to clarify really quick before we just steamroll past that. That's because of my cousin's friend's boyfriend. There was a swelling incident. I don't know firsthand. That's like a cousin's friend. It, it's vaccine related. Let's not worry about it. Falcons at the Dolphins. Uh, this might be an interesting game. If there is no trade before the game, do you think Tua is going to come out and set the world on fire and say, how fucking dare you? Uh, I think uh, we'll definitely be talking about it here in a bit about Tua. I think he's going to be a hot commodity this week. I tend to agree. I see a lot of value in this game, despite the fact that neither team has been particularly dominant this year. No, no, the teams haven't been dominant, but their defenses have both been so bad, it makes their offensives worth something. Uh, You know what? That's true. That's a good point. Sometimes the tide just falls so low that even the shitty clams are still worth grabbing, right? Exactly. All right. Well, we got Bengals at the Ravens. Um, Dominant quarterback play. This is going to be... A lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. Um, uh, if you have any Bengals, uh, or can we play the Ravens wide receivers? Here's what I'm gonna say. I disagree. I don't think I don't think the Bengals will be able to get anything started in this game. Oh, I I, I have money that Joe Burrow throws two touchdowns, 250 yards. I don't know, man. Did you see what they just did to the Bills? And this is at home again. And Joe Burrow is not Josh Allen. No. That but, said, I think they have more running talent. If they can get something going on the ground and, and open up the game, I see that as a path to Joe uh, to Joe Burrow having relevance. I'm sticking to my claim. Two okay. touchdowns, 250 yards. I like get it. You 18 I, points. I I feel like my gut says lean the other way, but I I don't dislike your your bold. I mean, what do we know? This is only like our first podcast, and like we're just professionals in the NFL here. So yeah, we we spent a whole hour before the podcast preparing. One hour. Other people do this professionally, but us, we do it hyper-professionally. They, you know what they say. If you wait until the last minute to do it, it only takes a minute. I don't know who says that, but I'm going to Oh, go. I say that all the time. Okay, cool. We're going to keep going with it. Lions are going to go to LA the Detroit face Lions. the Rams. Stop. Nobody else is going to get these references. I hope they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Lions and the Rams, this is a, a quarterback game. revenge game. Revenge game? A little comeback? I mean, someone's going to be coming on someone's back. Apparently. Oh! oh. I guess. That's a Kim Kardashian joke for you. Sure. I'm I'm totally missing our connection here, but that's fine. You obviously have not that's seen fine. that video. You know what? 
consider me consider me out of the loop. I think I'm too old for that. Uh, you can't see Austin just mouthed. I'm older than you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, we we'll talk about Stafford in a minute. But I I think what's going to end up happening is you're going to see a lot of value in the wide receiver options and the pass catching options, which would be uh, DeAndre Swift for the Lions because they are going to get left behind for a bit in this, this game. This is another NFC West team that's just going to be rolling over the NFL. Yeah. Uh, it's by far the toughest division in the NFL right now. And three of the four teams well, are just it, it is when Russ is healthy. Yeah, when that's why I, went, I, I ended up continuing and being like three of the four teams. Yeah. There is some injury issues on that um, one of those bird teams, but... One of those bird teams. Uh, speaking of the birds, uh, the Eagles are going to get trounced by the Raiders. That's just my prediction. Um, I don't know. I, I really like um, how the quarterback's been playing there in Philly. Um, losing a weapon and Goder not being back yet. Yeah, that's what it seems like. He, you but, never know. Honestly, like last week, it looked like that they were totally out of the game for a bit and really came back and... Oh, they made it interesting. They yeah, made, they it, made interesting. it an interesting game. I, this is... I still think the Raiders are going to kind of walk on this one. Yeah. I, it may not be a blowout, but it's going to be it's going to be a quick lead, and then it's, the whole game is going to slow down. It just yeah. feels like one of those. This, uh, this is the game. This game here is the game I am most interested in the NFL this week. Not because it's going to be a good game. It is going to be a complete blowout. This game is going to be 42 to nothing. This next game. This next game. No, no, not, not the Eagles, Raiders. This next game. Texans at Cardinals. The Cardinals are the hottest team in the NFL, and Kyler Murray is going to be five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Do one of those go to Ertz? I'm asking for a friend. Um, I think we're going to have to wait till our next segment to see if Ertz is going to be a play this week or not. Interesting. That's very interesting. We got the Bears at the Buccaneers. Again, this is kind of cut and dry. The, the Bears don't have a chance whether it's the red rifle whether it's justin fields whether it is that the, other guy the philly cheesesteak himself um it, there's there's no way i i yeah i'm sorry bears but like tom brady this season has arguably been the best tom I think brady he is the number one quarterback on the year for he's fantasy. number one quarterback this year yes for fantasy wise nfl wise he has the most touchdown most yards but i'm just let's just take a minute the guy is 44 years old and he is throwing more touchdowns than 20-year-olds in this league. He's throwing more touchdowns this year than his himself when he was 20. It's insane. I mean, the weapons he has are incredible. Yeah. But the play that he's producing is even more incredible. You know, it, it's. I think it's one of those perfect examples of surround a guy with enough talent. I mean, every play, he's just got the... He doesn't do anything that surprises me. But he never does anything wrong. He never makes a mistake. He he is the smartest man on the field at all times. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he's calling the plays and Brian Leftwich is just nodding and saying yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's hard to tell. Although, uh, we have to be fair, his memory is starting to go. I don't know if you remember the fourth down. Oh. As long as he can count to four for the rest of the year, he'll probably be, he'll remain dominant. That's what it'll come down uh, to arguably mvp quality yeah well if they get back to the super bowl again i don't see how that's not a, yeah. a shoe in uh the next game the game i care the most about of course because it involves my boys uh it's colts at 49ers um this is probably a jimmy garoppolo quarterback game for the 49ers uh 
the 49ers defense is now going to be well rested uh they're going to be well rested they're going to probably hold carson wentz to only one or two interceptions uh we're going to be we're going to be seeing a defensive matchup not because the the 49ers are uh or excuse me not because the colts defense is is strong but because the 49ers offense is crap that's basically what this is going to come down to we don't have george kittle i keep saying we the 49ers do not have george kittle the 49ers Carter jones will be playing safety for the 49ers this weekend yeah well if their injuries hold up he probably will need to oh my god suit me up suit me up i'm lanky i'm quick I'll absolutely die the first time someone falls on and me. And Carson Wentz is throwing for 500 yards and six touchdowns. No, <laughs> I, I think the 49ers defensive line makes the Colts look pretty bad. Yeah. it may, We may still give the game away by having a poor offensive showing. So we'll see what happens there. And then, of course, the least exciting game of the... I don't know this how is this... probably the worst Monday night game of the season, and it's Saints at Seahawks. And it's... a year ago, could you have ever said that? Saints I know that a year ago this would have been the hottest Monday night game, but honestly, this season neither one has a quarterback right now. Right. Um, one of them has all their quarterbacks are healthy, and they still don't have one. Um, but there is just no play happening out of either of those teams, um, and it's really a shame to watch both those franchises have bad seasons well as a alvin Kamara owner or alvin Kamara rosterer um i i feel like this game is going to lean on the running game a lot we still don't know i think chris carson's still out he went to no yeah he's on the ir so the seahawks don't know who they're starting it's either rashad penny or i don't remember who they're next up there's travis homer there's Travis Homer, there's Penny is coming off the IR. Yeah. And, um... it, so <clears throat> basically the Seahawks hope is on the ground to open up some room for Geno, but I don't see the Saints not pulling away with a win on that one. Yeah. We are getting very long in the tooth on this podcast, so we're going to get right into some player picks that we've got. we got two different segments for that. The first one is headwind or tailwind, and it's where we decide between these four position players... Uh, whether we think they're heading into a headwind or receiving a tailwind, are they going to keep up what they've been doing or are they going to not be what everyone's expecting? Some of um, these may be some nosedives. Yeah. Some of these, they're losing altitude fast. Uh, oh, I see what he did there. All oh. the, all the, all the uh, flight-related puns. <clears throat> so uh, we're going to start off with running back position. That's going to be J.D. McKissick. If Antonio Gibson indeed is kept out, which I think he should be, do we really see McKissick having all this hype everyone's expecting? Uh, he'll definitely be getting the touches. That is the most valuable part of fantasy football. Um, but he's not going to have the production. And I think this is going to be a tailwind. A uh, headwind. Oh, this is going to be a headwind. Yes. Headwind Look at this. Sl- headwind slows you down. Tailwind makes you go faster. Oh, that is true. Look at this. Uh, good thing no one knows how planes work. So exact. Well, it's magic. It's magic and drugs, I think, is pretty much... It's just one unified acid trip when you get on a plane. You're being teleported. They just want you all to think that you're wasting six hours. That's how long it takes for your body to be reconstructed on the other side. Cool. You're getting microdosed the whole time. We did not They're turning the frogs gay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Debo Samuel as our next headwind or tailwind. I, uh, I'll clarify. I agree on J.D. McKissick. I think he's a trap play this week. I yeah. think he is absolutely running into some headwind. 
Uh, but Debo Samuel... This one, this is a hot one. He is the number five wide receiver in yardage this year. Is even he really? after his well, bye let's week. Let's pull these stats up. Even after... No, I, I saw this earlier on Twitter. You can... This came from the NFL tweet. All right? NFL. I, I 100% believe this. And, uh... After the bye, he's still fifth. He's still fifth in yards. And I absolutely think it's about to vaporize. I think it's about to vaporize. I think he's not going to be bad. But he cannot, he's not going to be at the same level. No, but the thing is, you don't need him to, it, for him to be a tailwind and keep flying forward, you don't need him to stay at number five. If he can stay in that top 12, Fair. he is still going to be pushed forward as one of the top wide receivers in this league this season. Yeah. And I think even, doesn't matter who the play of the quarterback is, if it's Garoppolo or Trey Lance, They've shown. I think Debo is going to keep going forward into this league this season yeah. as one of the hottest wide receivers and going to produce for you every week. That's that's bold. I think I think there's going to be a little bit of uh, this is the wrong analogy, but wind taken out of his sails. Uh, he, I'm I pretty think, sure planes do not have sails. You know what? I need to get you your pilot's license because I'm pretty sure it's the only thing you need to know to fly a plane. Uh, Sarah, you can call me Captain instead of Daddy now. Ooh, hey, we don't do shout outs, man. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to my man Don in Santa Rosa, aka real daddy uh so uh no i i think i think what's going to happen here Ayuk is going to be the squeaky wheel he's going to get the respect or whatever it is shanahan and lynch are trying to do to him and you're going to start seeing the ball get spread out he's going to be hot until kittle's back and then that's when i think the headwinds are coming in this week though if we're talking just this week he's absolutely taking a tailwind he's going to keep flying this is going to be a good week to play Dino samuel this next player though this is the interesting one we talked about it earlier Zach Ertz, is he going to be hot in the new offense with the best quarterback, the second best quarterback in the league right now? See, as a Zach Ertz owner, am I allowed to answer? You are. I'm, I'm looking at you for this reason. You drafted uh, him, or you didn't draft him, but you picked him I, up off I the waivers. I picked him up off the waivers last this was week. Before, you picked him up before the trade, and now I'm interested to see, are you going to be playing him? I think I'm going to have to. I That's mean, great news for me. The The reality is, is you have massive upside. This week especially. Against the Texans. Yeah. We're best talking week to play him. This is this is the best week to play him if you're willing to take to stomach the risk of not knowing what he has yet. The the, the issue with tight ends though, it's always stomaching. It's always gonna be tight like, ends. you're gonna play a guy who's gonna get you one point or he could get you fifteen. Right. If you don't have obviously the The possession tight the ends. Possession the possession guys of like the Waller, Waller, Hawk. Oh man, Kelsey Knox before he went out was Knox. was a possession tight end. So I think I, even Kittle was not a possession tight end this year. Not this year. I'm in past seasons, yes, but yeah. So I I think I think if they're smart, they're not going to do much with him this week because he's going to be he's going to be right on the uh, he's going to be right next to the line of scrimmage. He's going to be the one who's blocking for Kyler, and then he's going to like. I'm interested to see how this week goes. Yeah. I think this is a good week to put him into your lineup and start him. He's a He could be a home run play for two touchdowns. Yeah, 100%. And then the next player is going to be the most important position, the quarterback. We got Ryan Tannerhill of the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, this is starting to feel a little bit like a personal attack because I'm also trying to play Ryan Tannehill this week. I know. This is very interesting. I wonder why these players got chosen uh, for the topic. but uh... Well, uh to be honest, it didn't even occur to me. I was thinking... Titans are playing the Chiefs, and honestly, the Chiefs' defense has been so banged up. We talked about it a little earlier. Uh, they've been giving up massive yardage to every quarterback they've played. 
Well, and that's the thing. The Chiefs right now, the Chiefs defense is Viagra for quarterbacks. They might be having a hard time getting it up, but they are getting it up. Except for Taylor Heineke, who has an allergic reaction, apparently. Yeah, it's going to be rough for yeah. a rookie like that. Well, for I, I'm not even sure. He just... Uh, don't even get me started on what Heineke did against the Chiefs, who basically gave them every opportunity. All right. But Going I don't back to Ryan Tannehill... He's just not had it. And you can see this in, in AJ Brown's production too. It's just not as it's not as clean. I have never understood everyone's hyping up of Tanner Hill in the league. I everyone always talks him up. He's the one of the best quarterbacks. He couldn't produce for the Dolphins. He has produced for the Titans, but only because he has Henry. This Titans team is run on the ground first. Well, there there's two things I want to unpack about that. For one, he is exhibit A in escaping Adam Gase. He was the one that everyone pointed to when they were like, hey, maybe uh, Sam Darnold will be good once he escapes Gase. And Started the season that, off pretty well, but then yeah, he that The jury's still out. But another big factor, their O-line was given away this offseason. So the O-line has not been as good as it was last season. And you can tell. I was watching a graphic here a few minutes ago that was saying that they're... This last game, they had zero sacks and only two pressures. Uh, the Titans giving up two, Tana- like letting Tannehill receive sacks or pressures. But on the season, they're 31st. Yeah. Including their last game with zero. I mean, wh- when they traded away, did he trade away or f- left in free agency? Um, Conklin, the mm-hmm. left tackle for Tennessee there. He went over to the Browns this offseason. Uh, he may be uh, someone who calls in later this season, actually. Uh, but uh, great, great offensive lineman, and yeah, they definitely sort of hemorrhaged away some of that um, protection for Tanner Hill. My thing is, Tanner Hill's not a play this week, as bad as Casey's defense has been. Uh, all right, if we can just pause the podcast and I can go pick up Derek Carr as a streaming option this week. <laughs> uh, actually, a little that was a little preview. We're doing a lot of that today. We're going to get... We're going to be tightening up this ship. I think we're currently flying with a couple of windows missing. So a lot of things are just flying out before we want them to. Engine uh, on the left wing is on fire currently. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We're your own, please. We're going to need you. Um, <laughs> next, our next little segment. It's, it's uh, first class is going to be the name of it. It's effectively players that we are picking as weak winners. Dinner that doesn't, is served. That, that doesn't mean streamers that doesn't mean nobody's this is people who if you have them have the confidence to start them because they're gonna they're gonna take you there this week so these are gonna be the guys you're gonna want on your roster in the starting lineups yes i'll let you start off we're gonna go position by position so at quarterback who are you taking austin this week i'm playing matt stafford Against his old team, the Lions. This is going to be a cup, the revenge game. This is going to be the return back to where it all started for the guy. He's going to want to put up massive numbers against his old team. And this Lions team has been letting everyone put up massive numbers. That's fair. I will only correct you thus. Uh, Lions are visiting LA. But it's oh. regardless. So a home game makes it even better to me. Home game in uh, the beautiful SoFi Stadium. This will be, he'll be lights out for the Lions. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, I'm going to sound like a total homer, but I also, you'll have to hear me out. If you have to stream somebody this week, if you've picked somebody up, 
you're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo as a weak winner this week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come back after a bye week, after a very minor injury, after watching this young rookie really light the, the social media, light the news world on fire. Every 49er fan I Are we know. Are talking is, about Trey Sermon? I'm talking about Trey Lance. Oh, now Trey. Everybody wants Trey Lance to be starting. Every 49er fan I've spoken to is like, where's Trey Lance? They, Just let him go. He's mobile. They spent a third uh, third yeah. overall pick on a guy. I mean, you sort of expect in this league right now that guys drafted in the first round should be starting. But see, Shanahan has said from the beginning that's not what he wanted to do. He has said that Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy he's built a game plan around. He said Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy he wants. And I think this week, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come out with his asshole on fire because he's going to say, ain't no fucking way. Did he eat at that Mexican restaurant down the street from yours? Oh, there's so many good Mexican places in San Francisco. BT Dubs, if anybody's looking for recommendations on food in Seattle or San Francisco, hit us up. I'll get the Twitter handle correct at some point here so that we know who you're hitting up. Uh, no, I, genuinely, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come out angry. He's going to want to prove that he's got his starting position back. And if they can execute, he's going to have probably I three love or four it. touchdowns. I think you're, you're dead on. Because they don't have question. running backs they like. Who is your running back? My running back pick of the week? Well, I'm actually going to go for Miles Gaskin. I think there's a little bit of the... One. A little bit of the shiny effect. If yeah. Tua is supposed to have a good game, I think Miles Gaskin's going to have the room on the ground. And I just see... I just see a world where they, they take off and the Atlanta defense can't really hold back and he's going to eat up time on the back end of the game. Rule number one of fantasy football, play guys who are playing against bad defenses and Miami has a great opportunity with that this week. Exactly. Uh, who's you, who are you putting in for running back? I'm going off of the same rule I just said. Play guys who are playing bad defenses. That's why I'm playing Atlanta's running back, Cordell Patterson, against Miami. This is a running back off here. These are two guys who are going to pound this game on the ground. They're going to score. They're going to have yards. They're going to have receptions. These are both receiving backs we just talked about. Yeah. And the linebackers for both teams are just not quick enough to keep up with these running backs. And that's why I'm going with Cordell Patterson. Well, and currently uh, Matt Ryan has just been running through the air. Tiny little dump-offs that Cordero Pat... He's been turning those into 20, 30-yard runs. He's currently running back six on the season. He didn't play the first game. That's insane. And he wasn't drafted in fantasy football. This is a guy who everyone could have picked up up until week four. Yeah. This was a guy that no one saw coming this season. Uh, Speaking of a guy you don't see coming, your wide receiver pick is interesting because you don't like this team this week. I don't like the Broncos this week. That is true. I think that they have a tough matchup, but Tim Patrick is a wide receiver that I have loved all season. I don't have him on my team. He was a player I wish I could have grabbed, but I do have his running mate, Corton Sutlin, who I also like for this game as well. I think the Broncos are going to lose. I think they're going to put up some air yards. I think Tim Patrick has been open. He's had a lot of drops this season. This is a game I think he's going to come back and score a touchdown, possibly 80, 90 yards with it. I like it. I like it. Uh, for my part, I'm liking Jacoby Myers. If the Mr. Jets, hands himself. If the Jets are bad, and Mac Jones is going to have to sling it here or there, I think Myers has proven. What did he have? Like 11 targets, 12 targets in one 14 game. 14 last game. It was 14. Oh Jesus! Yeah, 
I'm sorry, stardom. Follow the targets. He had 14 uh, targets last, and he had the touchdown that was called back, and that would have been his first career touchdown as well. He has the record currently for most receptions in the NFL without a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that's got to change at some point. It's going to break. It happened last week. It was overturned. This is the week I think it will happen. Yeah. Well, lastly here at the tight end position, I think if you have him, start him. OJ Howard. Gronk is not going to be back, assuming Gronk is not going to be back. OJ Howard with Tom Brady at the helm. I mean, it's the Bears' secondary. They're not stopping anybody. But Tom Brady spreads the ball around. So... You're gonna get you're gonna get three targets, maybe two receptions, thirty-five yards. It's a touchdown. But at tight end, that's a smash play. That's a top twelve. If Tom Brady throws five touchdowns this game, OJ's gonna have one of them. That's gonna get you the points that you need to win. Exactly. Who do you have at tight end? I got Schultz on Dallas. He was on by last week. Uh or he mm-hmm. was Oh, actually, crap. He's on by this week. Whoops. 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 So Play Dalton Schultz, Next especially week. if you're playing Connor, because you'll probably Man, still win. This is a bad little mix-up, and so we're going to have to do a quick little thing, and we're going to go tight end. Let's go with Ricky Seal-Jones of Washington. He has three games in a row with four receptions, at least 50 yards, and in the last four games, he has three touchdowns. You know what? I like it. They're playing the Browns tomorrow night. Excuse me. No, that's the Broncos. That's the Broncos. Washington is playing. They're playing the Packers, and they're going to have to throw the ball to catch up. Exactly. They're going to be coming. They're going to be playing from behind. There's going to be a lot of air yards, hopefully. And I think Ricky Seal right now is a guy that they look for in the red zone. I I like it. I tend to agree. He's been heating up. Uh, I it's a good call. I'm for it. Our next segment that we're going to be rolling into is Jet Streamers, uh, as, as the name would imply, Streamers. Uh, so we each picked uh, a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver. It is, of course, a massive bye week, so we're not even going to try and dive into tight ends. That's such a thin position right now. But we'll let, uh, we'll let Austin start off with his QB streamer. These were all guys that were available in a majority of leagues this week that specifically you could have picked up. specifically we know for a fact all these guys are available they're still available in our league in our league except one of them was picked up yes uh but almost everyone is still available or was just picked up last night so i'm going to start with my quarterback Tua to a t to a t boom qb for the miami dolphins i was talking about this game earlier Falcons are horrible defense. Play players against bad defenses. Exactly. This just is just get it an tattooed. easy play. Um, I think there's a lot of worries about Tua if he is an NFL quarterback. I think this is going to be a game that he can prove to everyone that he is. My next streamer is Ramon Stevenson, running back of the New England Patriots. Damian Harris has had a lock of the starting running back for the Patriots this season, but he has had fumble issues. Stevenson also has had fumble issues. But he came in last game, scored a touchdown. He got some runs. He got some yards. He's picking away. He it, The more important thing is, with James White out, he is becoming the receiving back. Bolden is fluttering out. This is a guy who's going to get receptions, and he's going to score those short yard touchdowns. He is just eating into the, the, the shares 
Uh, Grab him now. This is a guy I just grabbed in our league, and I may play him this week as my flex, and uh, it's going to be a game-time decision, but he is a guy that you need to have on a roster now. Right. Well, at the beginning of the year, a lot of analysts were talking about him as another candidate for taking over the starting position. It Nobody wanted to invest too early, but now might be the time. He's already taken a lot of shares. My last stream of the week at wide receiver is Van Jefferson. I said earlier that Stafford is my guy. This is my quarterback for the week. So I'm choosing another Rams player, wide receiver. He is the third wide receiver after Cup and Woods. But this is a guy who has proven every week that Stafford is looking towards. And I'm looking at Stafford scoring multiple touchdowns, and I'm looking at him scoring a 25-yard bomb to Van Jefferson. I I like it. I like it. It's very specific. Um, yeah, they're going to – I mean, honestly, Higby has not been that valuable this year. They're not throwing to Higby. I think Van Jefferson takes a lot of that possession sort of target. Uh, for my part, I'm going to go ahead and say if Derek Carr is available in your league, like he is in ours, go pick him up. Uh, you should play him over Ryan Tannehill, like I'm going to. You should probably. Is this, is this, uh, this a is decision? Just this is watching live moment happen as I, we watch Connor Jones on if his my phone, phone was grabbing Derek me, Carr. Be, oh, it's over here. I'll, I will resist temptation for the sake of, of you, dear listener, all, all eight of you. Uh, Three. <laughs> uh but play Derek Carr I mean this is he's been very consistent this year and when you're talking about playing against the Eagles at home you're gonna absolutely have room to run and it's bye week you don't have Justin Herbert you don't have Josh Allen he's gonna fill in for you just was Big Ben do you think an option that people were playing this season that they're gonna have to cover (laughs) I hope not (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i hope not oh he's not been that great um well someone who has been pretty great in his fill-in uh or at least this last week is khalil herbert he is the running back for chicago um he is my other stream of the week or or he's my running back stream of the week um Damian Williams does not look like he's coming back this week. He is, I think he's going to stay on the uh, COVID list. Yeah, it, he. I assume he was vaccinated, but he is. He was. It was positive, not like close contact. And I just don't see a world where. I mean that this stuff's nebulous. That's the problem. Is you never have really. He has to test negative. Yeah. Two the, days in a row. COVID does throw a large loophole into football, personal lives, and everything. For fantasy, I hope that your league has double IR spots for yes. these exact reasons. Yes, Our league, just we played with the say. double IR last season and this season. It's to help guys through these situations um, when positives do happen out of the blue. Yes. Well, and and I think it might just be an anecdote, but it feels like the league is becoming way more prone to, to big injuries. This is just... Give your, give your whole fantasy football league flexibility. Give them two IR spots. And then you just get to move on. Now, a George Kittle doesn't have to be dropped because he's out for seven weeks. You can put him in the IR spot and nobody has to clamor for him on the waiver wire at week 17, you know? Uh, Also, pro tip, please don't play week 17. So many starters are stopped. We're not going to go there. So many other analysts will talk about that. And we're not even analysts. Uh, We're just two guys in a garage talking to a computer. Yep, with two free microphones. Uh, We got, uh, for my last stream of the week... uh, 
closing it out here is the wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. That is Amon Ra St. Brown. Uh, he will absolutely have relevance this week as Jared Goff tries desperately to impress his... Uh, as, as he tries desperately to impress his former uh, his former team, they're going to be climbing from behind horribly. TJ Hawkinson last week had 11 targets. If he's not playing, he's absolutely going to need to see oh, it, there's to gonna those be, targets. If Hawk is out, there is 11 targets. That's massive. That will make or break a fantasy performance for St. Brown this week. I, I see him trending upwards, and I'd say if you have wide receiver gaps because of the buys... He's who I'd be plugging in. I would try to grab this guy if you have any depth on, or an open spot on your bench. It, like If there's a guy who is on the IR that you're just holding, just take a drop and just grab a guy who has a chance to become a wide receiver one for his team. That is exactly right. That's all I had to say about that. Uh, well, thank you. For sticking around, it has been an hour plus of us talking, getting yeah, off Yeah, hopefully as we the season continues, I know it's week seven, uh, but as it continues for us, we'll get these little cut down a little shorter. We'll be a yeah. little more precise on this. There won't be as many fumbles. Uh, maybe, hey. maybe not as much turbulence. There it is. Not nearly as much turbulence. Uh, speaking of... Uh, at this point, if you're looking for fantasy football relevant information, you can click right off. Did and... anyone click for fantasy relevant? <laughs> hey, touche. If you're here for the shits and giggles, we have at the end of every podcast, we're going to have a little segment, eh, maybe 10, 15 minutes, where we just take, we take a random topic and we just decide to just riff on it for as long as we can. Whatever the fuck it is. I'm going into this blind, guys, just like the rest of you. So Connor has his magic hat here that he's going to pick a topic out of. Uh, Let's see what's happening this week. All right. That was my magical hat. This week, we're going to talk about the best. Ooh. Ooh. The best. Ooh. Cities for going to a live football game. Oh, Mm-hmm. I like it. I like this. Because it's a little bit of everything. It's you a little know? bit of how bad are the fans. It's a little bit of how good's the food. How good's the stadium. How good's the stadium. And it's also, what would you ever do at this place when the game's over or the day before? Because you're not going to a football game. You're not arriving at yeah. 2 o'clock and leaving at So 7. here's the question. Do we do we roll 32 to 1 or do we just do a top 5 each? Well, no, well, let's just do a top 5. Okay. Let's do it. It could be personal top 5s. Yeah. Or we could just jockey for this. And I want to say right now, if I hear that Gillette Stadium is number one from you, I'm invalidating your entire list. As as a Patriots fan, I have never been to Gillette Stadium for a Patriots game. Oh, concert? I have seen concerts, and I have seen World Cup qualifier games for Brazil, Portugal, England national team has played there. But I've never seen, and I've also even seen New England Revolution. I have never seen the Patriots play in Foxborough, and I will state it is a horrible stadium. It's <laughs> it is an hour outside of Boston. Uh, there is nothing around it besides Patriots Place, which is overpriced food. A uh, bunch of white dudes just yelling at you. Uh, so no, it will not be in my top five. Okay. I was going to say, I mean, it, the fact that it's in Boston, which is like... It's not in Boston. It's in Foxborough. Excuse it's an hour me, it's, outside it's, of Boston. It's in New England. Yeah. And typically New England sporting event fans... Are the best in the world, I know, yes. 
the best at starting fights and the being best very at drunk drinking and loud. beer. Yes. Let me say this. If the Boston Tea Party was the Boston Beer Party, you would have had a shit ton of people swimming trying to suck up the beer off the top of the rock. Also, the, the United States would have been a country three years earlier. <laughs> oh, man. Just drunk shenanigans. Fuck around and find out. Well, okay. To get back on topic, which we don't need to stay on at all anyway. Uh, man. So I've never been to... I've never been to Levi Stadium. I've actually... Fun fact, I've never seen a live football game in my life. High school, college, or professional. These are professional analysis. Yeah, so this is, this coming is very you. important analysis. This is more from a what I know about each town. Yeah, I, I mean, we're choosing stadium. a city. We're choosing a fan base. We're choosing where we think would be a good game to watch. So what is your number five? Off the bat. Oh, man. Number five has got to be... I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say the Saints. Something about the Superdome, it's so it. it it has a lot of juice. There is a lot of emotion there after Katrina, watching the Saints march to that Super Bowl. The fact that it is always used as a shelter when yeah. any sort of tragedy goes there. But also, let's just think for a second about the setting outside of hurricanes, yeah. outside of flooding. It's New Orleans. I mean, this so is a the, great city. Best the, food, one of the best food cities in America. Amazing food. You're gonna have. A shit ton of fun at whatever pregame parties you have tailgating down there oh my god can you imagine pulling off a like a 40 gallon gumbo pot mm. off of a burner on the back of a tailgate come on shoving beignets down my pants to sneak into the stadium Boom. <laughs> oh, i thought you were just gonna say shoving beignets down your pants was just like what you do but oh i sense. mean yeah but <laughs> i uh i i'm gonna put them there i'm gonna okay. say superdome New Orleans. So I'm going to cut ahead of you, and I get to choose four. Oh, fine. That's how we're going to do this. You got to choose the topic. I'm choosing how we say the topic. So coming in at number four, I'm going to go Miami Dolphins, Vice City. It's Florida. I know. That's why we're not putting it at number one. They've held the Super Bowl three, four times. I get it. But Miami is a fun city. You're at the beach. You're. It's warm. There's good Cuban food. Tickets are cheap because no Tickets one goes. Tickets are cheap. <laughs> beautiful women down on south beach this is a fun city it's going to be a great atmosphere this is why the city has held the most super bowls well and if you're a visiting team fan you're almost assuredly walking out with a win which is just always oh, exciting that's great when you get to walk out of a visitor stadium with the win it just feels good yeah you feel like you're walking around carrying that third leg around i mean you're drinking their beer you're winning their game i mean you basically own the town uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm taking your thinking here. The brand new Las Vegas stadium oh. is coming in at three for me. And that's only because this thing is apparently built to be year round. Yeah. Football's done. Oh, I've been, they, I've been to and seen this new stadium oh. and it is incredible. This is by far the most state of the art building in the world they literally can take the turf out and put it in the in the yard next yeah. to the stadium and let it grow they can have uh high school football games yeah. on it and then you can have another event on the inside inside full stadium ac opens up you can see las vegas strip right there this is an incredible building uh one of the best and i'm sad that you chose it for number three because i was going to choose this for my number two spot so now I'm sitting here, as you just chose, 
a great location to watch football in a great city to drink and have fun. And I have to come up with number two. Yeah, I, I may have I may have prematurely ejaculated. Yeah, that one. and that, now that I'm might like need to have been I don't want to say the one thing I'm thinking. Yeah, as, because I think that's going to be our we, number we one. We have a main we have a brain meld on that. Yeah, I, I think we both know what we're going to say as our number one. So I am going to go. Oh man, don't you know Seattle. what I want to say? Don't say Seattle. I'm not fuck Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> great food city, come visit us. Um, great music city. Great music city, but to watch football, Seattle people are just... The fans are hard to tolerate <sighs> yeah. if you're not a Seahawks fan. So Seattle freeze for a reason. You know what? I'm going to switch it up. We've been wanting to say warm locations. We're saying new stadiums. Oh. I'm switching this up. And No. Oh, I thought you were going to go Packers here. Lambeau. I was going with Lambeau. <laughs> I just fucked him up. So oh bad. my god! I was like, "What?" Yeah, I'm gonna say Lambo. I think that would be a dream location to see a football game. This is one of the largest stadiums in the NFL. It's one of the most historic teams in the NFL, and a fan base that I think is so passionate. And you get to wear a cheese hat. Uh, yeah. Cheese. What is up with Connor and cheese recently? I'm all Connor about it. Loves cheese I recently. Think I'm... this is gonna be an amazing place to go see a game. I will not see me there at all in the month of December, but I think for an early season game in September, this is going to be a beautiful location to go see a game. I, let me say this. When the winter games roll through, I would 100% rather be at Lambeau than at Lumen Field here in Seattle. Oh, 100%. Because I would rather get snowed on than rained on. Yep. Also, I'd have beer poured on me because I'm a 49er fan in a Seahawks stadium. Yep. So I, I'm not, I would absolutely, I love that. To me, that is the Wrigley Field of football. Yeah, this is this is where history of the game was made. And, you know, I don't have any issues with the Packers. I think they're a great team, yep. great fan base. Shout out to Christian, who's a Packers fan. He's not I an asshole most of the time. The city is nothing, but I think you're going up there for the history of the game. Good food, though. Oh, my God. Everything's oh, like cheese, fucking some cheese deep fried based. cheese curds. Boom! I fucking deep fried cheese curds. You got poutine. I'm lactose intolerant. I'll be shitting my brains out for days, but I'll be fucking loving it. There it is. And you, you know, so you are, you're not a cheese head. You're a cheese pants. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And is. you know that we call this uh, section turbulence, but I think for once here we're going to be agreeing on our number one location. Yeah, there's there's not as many fisticuffs here. Uh, number one is absolutely okay. far and away SoFi Stadium in LA. LA man. I will be the first to tell you, LA people are not my favorite people. I was born and but raised. But they have a, some good uh, tacos. Oh my god! Well, food, food, fashion, women, uh, nightlife, weather, weather, and SoFi Stadium's gorgeous. This is. I, I was just talking about the new Raider Stadium, Allegiant Stadium, but SoFi Stadium in LA is the most expensive building ever built. It's insane. $2.9 billion they spent. And the funny thing about this is we all know that there's two LA teams. They share the stadium. But the Rams are the majority owners of the stadiums. The Chargers just lease it. It's interesting. Yeah. So it was really interesting that the Chargers decided to go there. But the great thing about this stadium now is you can see two different teams in it as well. So this is double the opportunities to go visit LA and it's NFC and AFC. You could go and see two entirely different divisions. Exactly. The, I, the amount of teams that you can go now, visit LA, go have a vacation as a visiting team, go over there. Go to Disneyland. And have a great weekend. Go to Disneyland. Go to Hollywood Hills. 
go to Rodeo Drive. You can check off so many things on your visit to go watch your team play in a beautiful stadium in great weather and have a great weekend. And you absolute bastard are probably going to be able to do that at some point this year, aren't you? The Patriots are going down, and uh, there may be a, uh, a road podcast game that we will have to uh, God, announce from. Damn it. And here I am. I'm going to get beer poured on me at the 49ers Seahawks game in December. <laughs> I'm going to get rained on and beer poured on. And you're going to be in LA. With like some Instagram models and also a $20 beer, but whatever. $20 beer. Oh, you know what didn't make the list? Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Oh. Have you heard what they did to lower the price of their concessions? Yeah, they have the cheapest concessions in the country. It's like It's like the Costco food court of... The NFL concessions yeah. where you can walk in. I think it's like three fifty or four bucks for a beer. Yeah, I mean, it is the oh, cheapest. If you're looking, and it's a get, beautiful stadium as well. Like, it is beautiful, this, brand is new. Beautiful. This was built like three years ago. Yeah. We actually, both of us actually have some friends who worked on the design of that stadium, and I feel bad now that we didn't choose it because. Yeah, that's an honorable mention. That maybe could have I. Between that and uh, Superdome, I might have. I should have snuck that in there. Yeah. Fifth or fourth. I think as a city, New Orleans does have it. I was going to say. But as a stadium, we're, we're, we're going to give Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta the honorable mention, just missing the top five for us this week. Yeah. On that note, this has been a long episode. It's been great having you guys with us, but I think we're going to have to call it a night. Yes, it's been an hour and a half of rambling and bullshit and it's been delightful that's why you join us we'll be doing this weekly uh or at least every seven weeks as evidence would suggest and we will just be continuing to improve new drops new voiceovers guests uh more drunkenness we we're gonna try and drink a little bit more when we do this because i mean i'm sorry why not and also you're welcome in advance so we're gonna go ahead and just leave you with some parting noise have a great week. Chill the dog, chill the dog, chill the dog, chill the dog, chill the dog. Chill the dog.